episode five of season two of Red Wings Rant. Matt's a little sleepy boy today because he had a bunch of Arby's for dinner. He had McDonald's for lunch and uh, the diabetes is kicking in. So I, I'm I'm ready to head on, on over on down to Sleepy Town. Um, but before we do that, we're going to talk all the uh, Red Wings prospects heading to the, uh, the World Juniors. Uh, we're going to prep you guys for this week's Be the GM and why it's fun to play. And uh, we've got a Who's That Pokemon. And of course, we're going to drink another Rochester Mills uh, milkshake stout and put it on the old uh, Red Wings rank grading scale. But before we do all that, we want you guys to check out this... Uh, this hot show for the Hockey Podcast Network. It's uh, Jackets Debrief. So uh, hang on tight and uh, check, a, check, check, out, check out this ad. We've got hockey talk. Those are the moments you're a sports fan for. Um, those are the moments where, you know, you're down 3 nothing, and the team has this amazing comeback. And the guy who you want, who you really are thinking this needs to be the star of this team has a hat trick we've got beer it has a unicorn on the can an easy drinking beer that's just delicious we want to help you understand the sport you love better what kind of things are you looking for to understand the game better what you know what's a couple of things someone who's watching the game at home when things start up here in a few weeks or if they're watching college hockey what's going on right now what kind of things would they be looking for to try and understand the game better or what's happening in the game that sort of thing sure yeah, it's a great question, and I think it's it's something that's evergreen. Um, Listen to Jackets Debrief, part of the Hockey Podcast Network, and available wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. That's right, folks. Jackets Debrief, along with the rest of the uh, NHL shows, can be found at uh, Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, so go to at HockeyPodNet on Twitter and the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com to check out everything the Hockey Podcast Network. But if you want to stay uh, in contact with everything Red Wings Rant, of course, we are at BOD Hockey on Twitter. We are the brothers of discussion on Instagram where we do uh, our wrestling posts that get thousands of likes. Mike, got a thousand likes. And uh, our hockey uh, posts for on the day if I'm uh, teething and I have time to post a video, you can check them out there. We've got our YouTube channel, which is the brothers of discussion. Uh, Facebook, we've got a thousand plays on our Greg Wyshynski interview. That's right. Old people like Greg, Greg Wyshynski because it is trending 40 and up for the listeners. So all you 40 and uppers, thanks for checking out my interview with Greg Wyshynski. Um, <laughs> and I, I got to say, funny when I, saw that. I know those are real uh, numbers because uh, only oh. somebody who is uh, 40 would uh, give away their age in a poll. Uh, so go ahead, Matt. <laughs> the rest of well, us are in incognito. Facebook takes all that information. Nobody's even on Facebook anymore. Come on, you bunch of olds. Where's your Instagram? Fire up your your videos. I don't know what they're called anymore. I'm still on the YouTube. Um, what are they called? Yoko? Get the YouTube. Yeah, get the YouTube. What? The YouTube. <laughs> get the tick tock. You gotta tick tock. There we go. Clap. Get your tick tock. Flip, flip flop. Yeah. Flip flop. Right. It's like a horse. Yeah, like a like right. a winnie. Get that, your winnies up. Get your winnies and clip claps and lift those tails and drop a deuce because uh, it's we'll time for it. the run wings rant. Other things horses <laughs> do. Have a carrot. All right, let's yeah. drop a deuce on everybody. Here we <laughs> let's go. Drop a deuce on the idea that uh, 
the Red Wings are going to have a terrible season by checking out what our uh, Be the GM is uh, this week. And of course, I can't pass up an opportunity to play this hot beat. You know, the uh, best thing about that is, is you made sure to, to mute me because every time it comes on, I'm always like, <laughs> I can't help but sing along. I, I love I'd that love, one. I'd love to take credit for that. That is the beauty of StreamYard. It mutes us both, uh, even though I'd like to comment on the videos we play. Um, yeah. All right. So I, I won't take credit for that. But thank you anyway. All right. All right this week's no uh, Be the GM. Mike, what what's the lowest position in the standings? Assuming top sixteen teams make the playoffs. Oh, uh, make the playoffs with new divisions. What's the lowest position in the standings you would allow the Red Wings to be buyers at the trade deadline? Does that make sense? So the lowest position in the standings where you're like, we better not be sellers. We're gonna be we're gonna be buying. We're gonna be picking up assets. We're we're making a run for the playoffs. We're making a run for the cup. Uh, so that, Mike, you you get to think think about it till Sunday. Oh, thank but God! Yeah, everybody out there who's following okay. with the, everybody following along at the Hockey Podcast Network and Red Wings Rant. Uh, your options are uh, one to six, so that's first place to sixth place. Uh, seven to twelve, so we're we're kind of jumping out of that bubble section, and we're kind of uh, it looks like we're guaranteed a spot. Uh, one to six, obviously, it's at, at the trade deadline. I think we've locked it up. 7 to 12, we've got it pretty locked up. Uh, and then there's the 13 to, like, bubble area. So that's there's a, there's a good shot that we'll go on a long losing streak and lose those opportunities. And then there's, uh, Mike, uh, the third or the fourth option is, uh, you know, what, what, what position would you become a buyer? Uh, as Red Wings fans, you can vote for never because I hate joy. That's uh, option Ooh. number four. So anybody who hates joy... Go ahead, pick that option. Uh, we've got 18% of the vote uh, uh, hates joy. So go go right ahead. Head on over to at BOD Hockey if you hate joy and select that option. At the uh, very least, if, uh, if this poll doesn't do anything for you, at least get out there and defend joy. Right? Pick one of the other ones. Get joy out there. Yeah. All right. I, I thought I thought it was worth it to put on there. Like there's there are people out there who would say, you know what? Let's roll the dice with what we have. And then we'll also keep our our draft picks. Uh, Mike, I think that's pretty logical. But you know what? Screw you, man. Yeah, let's have some fun. Pick pick a pick a spot. <laughs> I'm not even asking you to trade anybody uh, or uh, trade any draft picks. I'm just saying let's be buyers for funsies. All right, uh, let's pull that off the screen, everybody. You have until Sunday where we will announce uh, what's going on there, and then we're going to talk about uh, where we would take that again. On uh, my favorite segment every week is uh, be the GM. So. Uh, check that yes. out at BOD Hockey. Um, Mike, it's now time, even though Matt's got a bit of time from all the uh, salt and sugar he uh, is currently digesting from his Arby's and McDonald's meals today. Um, it's time to try yeah. some beer, right? Let's do it, buddy. We got a this week, uh, we uh, I, sh I should say today. Good. Yeah. The Matt, Imperial go Triple the Layer Decadent Milkshake Stout. Go for Matt, it. No, no, uh, Rochester Mills canned beer would be complete without a uh, a dose of cocoa nibs, and this one is no different, man. Cocoa nibs, milk sugars, <laughs> and for that extra kick, uh, to give that cocoa nib the extra nib that that cocoa needs, Matt, a little toasted coconut. Um, 
Matt, I think you and I growing up, we ate our uh, probably zero coconuts altogether. Our mother would buy candy with coconut in it so she could have a sweet for herself. Now the tables have turned and cocoa nibs and cocoa nuts are in our beers. Matt, are you excited to try this one? No, because I'm I'm kind of realizing I think I think there's a an image of a German chocolate cake in the background, and I am not a fan of German chocolate cake, but um I you know, I'll give it a shot. I, I think I like I've said for years that uh if I'm gonna drink or taste coconut, I'm okay with it in my alcohol. Um I I'm hoping that this trend continues here. Are, are you ready to go? Uh maybe we we should we should yeah. recap you here too. So right before we do it, the last two ingredients, Matt. I know cocoa nibs and cocoa nuts are at the top. Matt, this is a 7.5 and the featured hop magnum. Here we go. Oh, all right. This yeah. one's gonna pound us pretty hard. Let's hear those ones snap. <laughs> Rip her open. Yeah. Bend over. Here we go. All right. Oh my gosh. I just licking it off oh. my thumb. Oh. Uh, you got the coconut. There's still cocoa nuts. Oh. Oh my God! The coconut <laughs> is uh, pounding hard and heavy with that bag uh, of hop here. <laughs> Woo! All right, that's a coconut beer. That is it's not. There's nothing but coconut. Oh my God! That is that is sweet, sweet coconut. Uh, very, very sweet. Oh my God! I don't even know what to say. Matt, line change question. Uh, do you think that they wasted ink uh, writing the other ingredients on the side of the can? Because all yeah, I taste this, is This is straight up lie. This is straight up lie. Imperial triple layer decadence milkshake stuff. Mike, Mike, this is a coconut uh, stout. That's 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 the long and short of it. Um, so what we're testing here, everybody, is uh, or, or measuring is drinkability, matching the flavor. That's going to be a fat zero for me. And uh, the can... Uh, which again, I'm not too thrilled that there's a German chocolate cake uh, on my can. Mike, I can tell you right now, this is going to get the lowest absolute zero score from, from <laughs> Matt over here. But uh, I, I don't know if you have anything else to say, but I'm not, I am not thrilled right now. I got to say, I'm surprised Rochester ah. Mills made this and that this isn't the uh, love child of uh, Wilson and Chuck Nolan from the movie Castaway because this is only coconuts. Uh, it's like you're on a desert <laughs> island. All you had was some coconuts to make beer with, and Tom Hanks, it's all he could muster, was oh, no. uh, a can of coconut juice. <laughs> uh, Mike, I, I mean, honestly, I'm going to change, I'm going to change the name to Rochester Mills, because Mike, they're coconuts. <laughs> if they think I'm going to drink this whole can, uh, because I'm, I'm already not liking it. Um, all right, so drinkability. Um, I'm just gonna. I don't know. Do we play the game that I pretend I like coconut? Because uh, when you is, say the uh, word drinkability, and it makes me laugh, that's not a good uh, indicator for the score that's coming. I got. I got a one. I'm gonna give it a one. I'm not drinking any more of that. That was terrible. See, I'm gonna keep going because last time there's a beer that the first sip was really good and it tasted like peppers. So maybe if I keep drinking, I'll find some peppers right. to offset the coconut. Don't give up, man. No, you're right. Never big sip. I have, yeah, I haven't really given it the strong like gulp. Of course, that sounds like we're doing something else here. But hey, we got Magnum hops, so. Matt, um, yeah, I'm still, 
Mike, give me your drinkability score. I, 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 I might jump into my matching the flavor because I, I I'm my, uh, my lemon face, my my lemon coconut face. Uh, give me a one point two on this one. All right, you're a little bit higher than me. I like it. <laughs> um, all right, matching the flavor. Here's the thing: Do I match oh. the flavor? Do we match it to to the can that I, I noticed that there's a German chocolate cake in the background? to the Imperial Triple Layer Decadence Milkshake Stout, because I, I'm gonna say triple layers of decadence and zero. All right. Uh, <laughs> Michael, what are you giving this one? Which category is this? This coconut's really throwing me off. Matching, uh, you're, you're matching the flavor. Yeah, you're matching, matching the, flavor the flavor of triple layer decadence. Uh, it's triple, it's triple the coconuts. You, you can give it, I'm gonna give it a, a three. I'll change my to three because it's got triple coconut. Uh, it landed on the triple. No layers or decadence because there's only one flavor here. I think I would <laughs> rather taste. 10, ladies and gentlemen. I, I think I'd rather taste the pilsner that uh, you know was 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 uh, brewing in a in a used condom at this point, uh, as far as the Magnum references go. Oh, but, as I said before, they they. They wasted a lot of ink with all the other ingredients. I'm going to say uh, one because uh, I don't taste any milk sugars and not my beloved cocoa nibs. Matt, F. I know it's, I know we're doing numerical scores, right. but can you put an F in there? See if there's a conversion yeah. chart in your notebook over there. Yeah. Right. The final element here is we're grading it from like marketability too because we want to look at the branding on the can and whatnot. I'll say for for subtlety in regards to you know this this is actually a coconut beer and they they subtly put it in like you can't you can't see it you can't uh, you oh. can't tell that that's German chocolate cake on there um, no. so uh, you can tell from where I'm at so to mask the idea that it's German chocolate cake beer and that it's actually just a coconut beer again I'm going low like. This is as low as it gets. We've been giving out like seven, eight, sixes uh, as total. Mike, for me, this is a one point two six um, beer out of ten. Mike, what's what's your score on the can? Now, we're we're going for marketability, and when I say that, I mean if I walk by this on the shelf, would I buy it? Uh, this just <laughs> looks like a colonoscopy shot. That's what it looks like. Somebody put a camera up a bunghole. <laughs> And there's a German chocolate cake in there, like a big piece, like Bruce from Matilda ate a big piece of German chocolate cake. And that's what this tastes like. Um, Matt, if they wanted me to buy it, they should have had a picture of Tom Hanks cracking a coconut on a rock. And it just would have been called Wilson Brew. And I probably would have bought it. <laughs> but this decadent, uh, uh, pretentious Bruce Bruce chocolate cake bullshit gets <laughs> That's another F for me. Another one. This is a horrible beer. All right. a failure in all three in all three phases. Let's put it up there. Uh, I mean, just Don't for like conclusion. reference. What's, like, what's my final score on that one? You well, just like for for everybody to know, we're we're being pretty harsh <laughs> right now, but it, it's it's well deserved. Uh, you gave a nine point nine on your gingerbread can, but that that, that gets a one. Mike, yours is at one point one two. So we we uh, I, I changed my matching the flavor to to the three point three. So that's how my score got higher than yours. But uh, yeah, this is uh, folks. I, I say toss this can if you're a fan of coconut, go for it. Uh, 
pass this can right in the gutter yeah. if you're not a fan of coconut. Uh, you can uh, out of the twelve beers, skip it. Worse than uh, the king cake. All right. Ever wanted to be orally assaulted by a move. coconut? Uh, Sorry, Matt. I lost you for a second. The feed died for a minute. I can repeat it. I no, just said I, if, you, uh, if, little... if you've ever wanted to be orally assaulted by a coconut. There you go. Take a picture of that. And yeah. there you go. All right, Matt, as you were. Sorry. Yeah, we'll, we'll wrap, wrap this up one more time. The Imperial Triple Layer Decadence Milkshake Stout. Uh, avoid it at all costs. All right. Uh, <laughs> so that was, how, do you get the, how do you get the taste out of your mouth, Mike? Well, this, this is how you do it. Uh, you want to help others get the taste out of their mouth, uh, you got to go hairless, Mike, because you got to get the lawnmower 3.0. Mike, I wish I had a lawnmower 3.0 that could shave the taste buds off my tongue because we, we I, I would trust it to actually at this point because we know it does such a good job clean and close uh, up to your, <laughs> your, your not so friendly areas. Uh, it, it's uh, It's got the 7,000 7, RPM motor, Mike, is, is what Manscaped. Is delivering in the lawnmower 3.0, uh, and that's why I would trust it again to shave, shave the goddamn taste buds off my tongue after drinking that shit beer. God, I'm I'm happy Rochester Mills isn't a sponsor. Very happy that that uh, man's sticking around because uh, Mike, I, we trust this thing so much. I, I want it to do other jobs on my body. Apparently, uh, it's also got yes. the uh, LED light to shine where the sun will shine. Uh, it's it's got that beautiful charging stand, and again, if I were sitting here drinking this beer in my bathroom, somebody would come in, see the charging stand for my lawnmower 3.0, and say, "I know what you should do. You should just shave your face off because I know that thing does such a clean and close shave. Shave your face off because it'll distract with all the pain on your face from that terrible beer you just drank. It'll distract you. You'll be able to." Uh, get through the rest of this podcast uh, because it'll offset the pains in two different areas. Uh, but <laughs> before you can do that, you got to buy it. You got to go to manscaped.com. Use promo code THPN. That's in reference to the Hockey Podcast Network. Use promo code THPN. And uh, you can get 20% uh, off and free shipping with uh, the Lawnmower 3.0. You can get the whole package. Comes with all the deodorant, comes with all those wonderful lotions and whatnot. Some wonderful underwear, too. Uh, but uh, you got to go to manscaped.com to do it and uh, use promo code THPN to support our show and the entire network. Uh, that's uh, THPN. Manscaped.com. Um, oh, moving on. Mike, uh, I was just going to start. Man, go to our Twitter and vote on a poll. We had a terrible year. Go I was going to say. Uh, I was going to say, if I had to look at two cans, and one was a can of uh, triple-layer decadent milkshake beer, and the other can was bumbling about because it had a Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 buzzing around inside, I would feel safer sticking my tongue in the lawnmower can than I would in this triple-layer decadence can. <laughs> I would risk injury yeah, with the lawnmower, I, 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 even with... I don't think it would hurt me. It's my friend. It's treated me well so far since we uh, started working with Manscaped. But uh, good Lord, I can't get over how terrible this beer is. Matt, I swear we had some more hockey stuff to talk about. Let's get into it. Yeah, should we get into our first hockey segment of the show? After we, <laughs> if, you don't, if you haven't trusted us yet in regards to not drinking that beer ever, I think we've nailed it. <laughs> it's, it's done. Nobody's ever going to touch that beer. All right, but uh, what... Uh, 
you're going to be able to do, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, touch your remote starting December 20th because uh, you can start watching the, uh, the World Juniors featuring seven different Detroit Red Wings prospects, uh, and we're going to get into them. But I skipped the segment because we also want to make sure you're keeping an eye on uh, Jansen Bergeron, Mike, who's who's still fourth uh, in the SHL points at, at certain times in the season. He's actually been first. Uh, notching points at a, a point-per-game clip. Uh, but I don't know what else to dissect there because we've been talking about him the entire offseason. And I, I just – I want to make sure that everybody's taking the time because somebody put up to, uh, they put up a beautiful <laughs> highlight reel that I would uh, recommend you check out at BOD hockey is uh, where I shared it. Uh, it. It's something that you're, we're just seeing some amazing moves by this, uh, by this Ed Bergeron. If it's not setting up a play, it's going in and closing the, closing the deal with scoring goals. Uh, but it was this beautiful right at the start of the replay or at uh, this highlight reel. It's him going behind the net. Passing the ball, going between his legs to set something up up front. Now, we've talked about plays like this before, but it's just amazing to see somebody do it in real time, in a game. And, and we've seen it the, the last few times we've talked about plays like this, it's been in, like, junior games. But this yeah. is in the in SHL. This kid is just absolutely lighting it up. And I, I can't – I just can't fathom the fact that, you know, we, we have guys that we're excited about right now. And we're going to talk about Philip Sedina, who's on his way back home. And, then, and the Red Wings haven't even officially announced that he, he will be a part of uh, the, the opening night roster outside of, um, uh, of Steve Eiserman saying that he, he wants him to be on the team. They haven't officially announced that he's returning from Europe. But uh, Zadina apparently and his, his manager have said uh, he's on his way back home. Uh, but we've got guys like Zadina that we're so excited to see. But then there's Bergeron that I just I don't I don't know if if enough people are are, are even I, I know there's us there's us who have the podcast there's there's the folks on Twitter who constantly tweet about the Detroit Red Wings we know Bergeron's out there, but I don't think enough people are ready for what this kid's bringing to the game. Like it's not it's not like we're talking about these highlight reel assists where he's bouncing it off his own skate and getting it into legitimate playing space, right? He's also scoring at a point-per-game clip. So he's not just, oh, on the offhand, we have a highlight reel goal. No. Right. It's every freaking night. <laughs> this guy's doing it. I, I, can't, I can't say it enough. And again, there's not much to dissect here, but just sheer excitement. And, and, and as we're trying to fill out, we're trying to ice a team, but like, uh, next year, we got to do it next year, where we have a bunch of guys that are going to be coming off the books, either by trade or unrestricted free agency. There's going to be yeah. space for this kid. And you, you better believe that was a conversation when we're, we're lining up these contracts or, or contracts are coming up that we know there's going to be spots for him to slot in. I, Mike, I think the next conversation that, that everybody, the, the, the next big trend is to talk about whether this kid needs time uh, in, in the minors or if he looks looks good enough to bring his success in the SHL to just put him in, put him in the lineup. Yeah. I, I got to say one of the things right. that I, mean, uh, I guess that's really, it, right. I mean, no, no, no. I was going to say um, one of the things I really hope the NHL embraces is uh, I don't think football and I don't think that basketball are very good at it yet, uh, but it's something baseball is really good at. Um, if your team's trash, like the Red Wings are, it's okay. You know, you're, you're growing, you're developing. Um, I, I really hope that they 
just double down and triple down and really give us as much minor league content as possible. You know, when you're watching the Red Wings, you know, mired in another six game losing streak, you know, maybe losing, uh, you know, four to three instead of five to two, like it was last year. Um, just really give us a little optimism, give us a little hope. Um, I, I really hope that the net, like the local broadcasts really start um, educating uh, the masses in Detroit who are dying for some, you know, positivity and hope um, really start making Jonathan, not John. Don't Jonathan. Don't call me Jonathan. Um, you know, make that name, make that name, uh, um, you know, household uh, start showing these highlights, really start pimping it out. Um, Cause yes, obviously yeah, we want a good, have- obviously we, we want a good product for the Red Wings, right? We want a good product for the miners. Uh, right. But as far as marketing these guys, I, we always talk about the NHL being like last in line to yeah, like take, start take notes, like take notes from elevating me. these guys. And I, I would just, I would, I would hold on to him like, like death and just start showing all these um, nightly, nightly highlights. Um, yeah. I want more content like that. I, I hope that, uh, I know we had those really awkward interviews last season. Um, you know, once COVID hit, they really got replayed a lot, you know, where they would have poor Mo Sider or Valeno sit down and answer some questions that nobody wants to hear. Um, <laughs> instead maybe do like a real, you know, minor league or European league report, uh, do a Swedish league report. I, I think that would really, you know, have some interest. Hockey's already a niche sport, Matt. I, I, I don't think that they're going to be upset about being even nichier and being able to say, hey, I saw you know a highlight, an underground highlight from a dude in Sweden. So no, so- I, I, that's, that's a great point. I think I think the Red Wings at this point have to start taking notes from from teams that have just been on the bubble for so long and haven't really been able to, you know, catch the wind and, and get some luck injury wise or whatever and get to a conference yeah. final, get to a Stanley cup final. Um, I mean, you, you got to see like what the, the Minnesota wild have been doing for years to, to figure out like, this is how you get your team pumped up. This is how you get your fan base pumped up uh, for these guys, because I, I shouldn't have to wait for elite prospects uh, to, to send out a video of Bergeron for me to go, Oh, wow. Uh, we can be excited about this guy or for us, you know, we're, we're sharing it on, on Twitter and uh, making memes today about it. And it, it's just, it, it's one of those things where, is it our job to make sure right. people know about a guy that's doing this well in the SHL? Um, I mean, part of it, yes. Like we want people to tune into the podcast, but I, I know I, what you're saying is makes so much sense where it's going to be such a struggle to get through this season. There shouldn't be a guy that we're going to, you know, especially with the world juniors coming up, uh, there shouldn't be a guy on this list. That's a surprise to anybody uh, with this, with the, with the state that this team is in there. There really aren't too many names as we've been talking with Greg Wyshynski two weeks ago. Uh, we just had Jay Fresh on the last episode where the conversation turns into, yeah, you guys improved, but there's nothing really here to be that excited about. You're just excited that there's flexibility in the lineup. Yeah. That's I mean, it. So, and I mean, um, as far as like, you know, the, if you just ask a casual fan, you know, to name a couple of recent Red Wings, um, I got to think they're going to jump with, you know, Detsuk, Zetterberg, and probably Cronwall. Um, I don't know if I want to, you know, call Jonathan debt soup because we just hold him in such high regard uh but just be like hey this guy's making highlights uh zetterberg style he's out in the swedish league you remember zetterberg he's from sweden and people would talk about defensively cronwall people getting cronwalled well yeah mo cider just poured out a can of whoop ass like 
it, it just like the marketing writes itself. And uh, I, I think you could really easily, the way these guys are so successful right now, um, just really market the crap out of them and make people excited to watch the miners and be excited to, you know, see these guys get called up. Um, and then again, you know, it, it'll just even more add to the, um, like the mystique of the Iserman as the GM uh, with the Iser plan. And that yeah. like, God, all these guys he's drafting are just, they're all just panning out. Um, he's just, he's just constantly winning the lottery. All his scratch offs are, you know, cashing out for him. Um, but there's really no negative to just, you know, pipping out these guys. I, I wish that there was more, more promotion. And, and, uh, I, I would say to that point, I, I would make a couple of a little like twists to what you're saying. I, like, I think it's the Detroit sports fan uh, that, that needs to, to, to get this education because it, it, it's something where I, I think since we're so close to it, we see that, um, you know, we're all getting frustrated with the Detroit Lions. Um, I, I struggle to keep up with uh, the Pistons. The Tigers have some hope. But uh, to that end, like it, it, it's the Detroit sports fan that needs to be taught that there's, there is a team that's moving things in the right direction. Part two, uh, not a Steve Eisenman pick. It was uh, the year before. So ah. everybody, it was, uh, this was a but Ken Holland pick. That's okay, though. We can still give him credit because now he's the GM. You're right. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where we, when we were looking at Eisenman's uh, career with the Lightning, we kept seeing – uh, the guys that we thought maybe he drafted and, and we educated ourselves that uh, they weren't guys he drafted, but this could be one of those lucky ones that he lucked into that he came in and this was a 2018 draft uh, uh, right before. I mean, yeah. Like Jonathan, he didn't start playing hard until he saw who his GM was. Now he's like, all right, no, <laughs> yeah, got me over there. All right. Yeah. Now the gloves are coming off. I'm going to start peppering these goals in. All right, here we go. So now that uh, Philip Sedina has been reported to be flying back, as we mentioned uh, a minute ago, uh, it's worth mentioning that uh, the the uh, at least the free press is Ooh. reporting a return of everybody but Cider and Joe Valeno. So that's yeah. going to be uh, Philip Peronik and uh, Lindstrom will be available, uh, Gustav. Um, and, and they did mention uh, Philip Larson, uh, but also uh, Michael Rasmussen, <laughs> who is uh, playing over in Austria. Yeah, uh, those are the names that uh, will be filling out everybody's predicted rosters over the next coming weeks. Uh, yeah, it just it's just uh, Valeno and uh, Cider will be stuck over there with uh, with the with the other SHL boys. Now, uh, moving on, more prospect talk, more guys developing. It's uh, it's the World Junior Championship that's going to be starting uh, with exhibition games this Sunday. So this is pretty exciting. This this is going to get rolling this weekend, and we have no other hockey to watch. Uh, we're all still stuck in our houses, so I highly recommend that if you haven't watched it yet. You know, the last time I spent entire days watching the World Junior Championship was the last time we were locked out. Yeah. So <laughs> this is almost a lockout, so I have time to watch it again. Uh, obviously, first on the list, everybody, is uh, Lucas Raymond, our fourth pick this year. Uh, coming in, uh, five goals, seven assists. That's, that's 12 points in 21 games. So after the hot start, he did kind of peter off a little bit, but – He's a kid. He's very small. This is something that should be expected, but this is where you need to see him shine, I think. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, Teddy Niederbach that we've been talking about. Um, 
also selected in the second round this year. Uh, or uh, man, uh, it's actually uh, Teddy Niederbach of the net. Oh, right. Niederbach of the net because he got the SHL goal. Yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunately, uh, reported incorrectly by some of the um, uh, Red Wings news media is, is not having scored a goal yet in the SHL, which uh, he absolutely <laughs> did. Uh, that's, those are the stats I have listed here. Uh, Elmer Soderblom is our six foot seven monster. This is one where he's going to a junior championship. But I, I just goal every night. I don't know how you don't <laughs> have this guy rush the net at six foot seven. But again, you're not going to miss him if you turn on the, the junior championships because he's going to tower another foot over everybody else on the ice. Uh, Albert Johansson, uh, this now this is a cat that if you were to predict rosters might going into not this season but the following seasons we're talking seasons from 2022 and going forward uh albert's on a lot of those lists so that's where the importance is coming uh from from making sure you're keeping your eyes on him he's he's going to be a top two defenseman uh for sweden so again another swedish guy another guy that's going to have a huge spot uh for their team uh i mean in a prominent role is what i should say so uh you're not going to miss him if you get a chance to turn on these games and uh, Gustav Berglund, uh, 2019 six-round selection. Um, he's got uh, two assists in 16 games, but uh, he did make the Swedish team. So, he, again, this is a junior championship, so you're going to have a lot of guys that aren't necessarily killing it, but there's a lot of potential there. Um, and then we have uh, defenseman Emil Vero, who's uh, six-pick this year. That's pretty exciting. i, I got to say, I – you can't really know what to think about these draft picks uh, when they happen, yeah. but we just start to learn about these guys as they start to develop. Uh, Mike, he is on my top two uh, in the NHL 21 video game. So, as we always like to say, they wouldn't get that overall boost if they weren't actually a good player. So, bingo, <laughs> bingo. You've got a top two yeah. defenseman there Thanks, drafted by... <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah. Yeah, what, what was it? 70th overall in the third round. So uh, somebody to keep an eye out for. And then uh, goaltender, as we all learned, not Bednar, Bednash, uh, who's getting a spot on the Czech team. Uh, he was uh, selected 107th this year. This this was the goaltender that, uh, you know, we I, I guess you wanted to see a goaltender get drafted. I thought we'd see one get drafted a lot earlier. This is our boy. Uh, we got to hope he plays well. Uh, Mike, uh, 416 goals against average, uh, 867% percentage uh, for the check week. Yeah, I would focus on, he's got three wins already. Oh, wow. got to rack up guy. four goals. Um, yeah. Keep your no, team I, in it. That's what they always say. What I would say is that, uh, you know, we're in December, um, you know, about halfway through, it's almost Christmas. Good Lord, already Christmas. Um, but you could be tuning into some bowl games against some college teams that shouldn't be in anything. Uh, you know, you, you could be watching. They might get drafted by the Lions. You might get, <laughs> you might see some guy's hopes just crushed and burned um, as he succeeds in a bowl game and gets drafted by the Lions. Um, or you could, you know, be watching exhibition NBA basketball. You know, you could. Or, or. You could be tuning into Teddy Niederbach of the net, uh, getting to know some of these young prospects out in Europe, playing the old open ice hockey, a lot of scoring, a lot of open ice. Uh, Matt, you should be settling in. You should be settling in, learning these guys. Uh, 
having a drinking game every time you miss mispronunciate one of their names. Uh, Matt, it's just going to be uh, these kids playing for blood because they really want to make some money uh, in the National Hockey League. So they're going to be out there trying to really score. Uh, this this isn't a bowl game for, uh, you know, Jets pizza. This isn't, uh, you know, an exhibition game where, you know, Paul George, the newly crowned $200 million man, is going to be playing uh, 15 minutes and then taking a seat. These are kids playing for blood. Uh, Matt, I I'm very excited for this tournament, and uh, I hope that the Red Week prospects do well, especially Elmer. I want as many opportunities to say Elmer as possible. <laughs> I do I do want to point out one thing with the schedule I thought was hilarious. So, everybody, uh, you can actually go to um, <clears throat> bodpodcast.com slash Red Wings Rant. We're going to have the full schedule listed up there for uh, the World Junior Championships. You guys can check this out. And this is, this is notated this way. Uh, by the World Junior Championships. Uh, just so you know, Mike, on January 2nd, the quarterfinals begin <coughs> at 7 o'clock. Uh, quarterfinal three. Because it's 7 o'clock and it's prime time and it's it's going to be the primo time to watch, regardless of what happens in any of these games, it's reserved for Canada. Point number two, Mike, past the quarterfinals into the semifinals. 6 o'clock, January 4th. Also, reserved for Canada. So just so you know, in case you were worried about Canada making it, they already have their time slot reserved. They're good to go, ladies and gentlemen. Canada will be playing at 6 p.m. January 4th. And, oh, God, there would be nothing that would make me happier than to know none of that worked out. But uh, <laughs> it should also say gold medal game, uh, star reserved for Canada, 9.30, January 5th. Um, now, that would be ballsy. Oh. But, uh, now, I, you know, besides uh, pandering to the Canadian audience, um, uh, one right. thing to keep in mind is that right now it's 9.19 for us uh, Eastern time. Uh, right now in Sweden, it's 3.19 in the morning. Uh, so quite a clusterfuck if you really, you know, hey. uh, had some fandom in some of these, uh, you know, imports um, in your your local Swedish team because uh, you, you better – have a little coffee bean uh, because uh, it's going to be a little late in the night watching that hockey match. I will be three days removed from Wrestle Kingdom that'll be on in, in Japan that uh, I've stayed up all night watching that last year. So, you know, if I have to do that, then you know what? Maybe Sweden has to stay up till three to watch hockey. Pick it up, Sweden. Come on. All right, everybody. Uh, what do we have next? We have, uh, oh, we have Who's That Pokemon? Uh, now I, I, listen, I'm, I'm not embarrassed for you. I, I'm going to help you. Okay. It's actually pronounced, who's that Pokemon? And man, what this game is, is we, uh, we cherry pick a quote out of context from Detroit Red Wings head coach, Jeff Blaschel. And, uh, Matt's got to figure out, uh, that's usually the game. I read them. Usually, sometimes as myself, usually as color commentator, Paul Woods, friend of the show, and Matt's got to figure out who I'm talking about. Now, uh, ordinarily in this game, we can, uh, you know, keep it fresh, keep it new, you know, because we got, you know, fresh, new hockey games happening all the time. But not right now. Thanks, Uncle COVID. So, instead, Matt, we're going back in time, all the way to 2019. Matt, you got to try to figure out who Jeff Blasher was talking about. Are you ready? I am ready. Now, 
I tried to pick one basically on the day on this day last year. So, Matt, as always, so if I was doing all of my on this on this date research, I could get a little oh. cheater here. Cheater! You're not supposed to do any research at all, you son of a gun. All right, Matt. As usual, you get to pick. Would you like me to read it or a uh, friend of the show, Paul Woods? Let's do friend of the show, Paul Woods. Matt, once again, it's told his brother to fuck off. You guys all heard it first. All right, so here we go. Matt, are you buckled in? I'm ready. <laughs> now, you've already cheated, so I think this one might be one of the easier uh, Who's That Pokemons of the Red Wing Rant. But here we go. I, uh, I think he's a uh, super underrated player in the league. I think he's one of the better defenders in the league, one of the better guys at moving a puck and being efficient, all the things that a really good defenseman do. Not having him is the reality of our situation, so we have to face the reality head-on, which means that the other guys have to step up and play really good hockey. Oh, Matt, crap. You're trying to figure out who Jeff Blatt was hurt. Uh, as okay. a so... We know Mr. Kaiser was hurt all season, but I don't think he was talking about him, right? It had to be... And there's really only one notable defenseman on our team that I think he would actually say... What were the words he said that he's actually one of the best in the league? Now, you, can, you can't phone any friends, but you can ask me to read it one more time. Can, can you read it one more time? Absolutely. Uh, check it in here is uh, Paul Woods, uh, best friend of Ken Kale out in the Red Wing uh, announcer booth. So here I go. <laughs> I think he's a uh, super underrated player in the league. I think he's one of the better defenders in the league. One of the better guys at moving a puck and being efficient in the things that I think that the really good defensemen do. Not having him is the reality of our situation, so we have to face the reality head on, which means that the other guys have to step up and play really good hockey. Otherwise, we're going to be fucked. All right. All right. That part was an ad lib, but the rest of it, real quote. Jeff Blaschel, read by Paul Woods. Matt, who you got? It's got to be Heronic. Matt, guesses Heronic. Matt, that's going to be one deflated Heroner because you are wrong again. Matt, you what? had it. It was Danny DeKaiser. Oh, no. Oh, no, Matt, what happened? Oh, like man. All right, that's it. Fire Blash. Hashtag fire blast. This is ridiculous. You know what? I'm going to retire this game. We're going to play Who's That Digimon? Maybe you'll fare better at that. <laughs> Come on! He was hurt forever. Why, why is he bringing up to Kaiser? Who's asking him about to Kaiser? Matt, the article was... I'm not going to read it because I'm afraid you're going to be able to start finding my, my content here. Uh, but Danny DeKaiser's... Lots yeah, that, it's really helping. How many four weeks in a row? Kaiser's last season is a double whammy for your Detroit Red Wings. Is that like when they said he was out for the year? (laughs) He had been out since late October, and I think basically they were just... They shut him down. Not a lot to say, so they were trying to say, oh, if only we'd had DeKaiser, we would have been in that top spot. Oh. This whole season would have turned around. See, I'm I'm fine. I'm Jeff Blaschel, and I have a job. <laughs> if only I had Danny the Kaiser. We would have been in the bubble. When I signed up for this job, I was told I was going to have Danny the Kaiser. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I mean, 
I, I also think I, I'm somebody who's more high on Danny DeKaiser than most people. And then it probably also gets mixed into me playing with him all the time on NHL 21. But I, I do I do think that he he's a great uh in, in regards to what stick handling would mean for a defenseman who doesn't even have the puck, I, I think he's one of the best uh, I, I've seen in the last 10 years on a Red Wings roster. Uh, that doesn't say a lot uh, in, in regards to like the last few years, but I, I just remember when he, when he started with us, that was like the big thing that was brought to our attention was his reach and everything he can do in regards to making sure he's, he's uh, responsible enough and patient enough with where the positioning's going. So I, I fell in love with that. I, I just, uh, I know I can laugh because to, to use the the hyperbolic phrase of one of the best in the league, um, like even I can admit, even though I was high on DeKaiser, good God, uh, Jeff I mean, you know, he's a cat and uh, scared of losing his job. So if you're going to sit there and try and figure out, you know, a way to keep your job, you just go ahead and say, hey, all our best guys are hurt. Danny DeKaiser. Boom. How can I win without Danny DeKaiser? <laughs> That's how he keeps the job. Um, you know, I'm excited for like a year, maybe two years down the road when Mo Sider, William Wallander are up, and uh, DeKaiser at six foot three will be one of our smaller defensemen. It's going to happen, Matt. <laughs> uh, Actually, isn't Johansson? Isn't he a defenseman too? Albert, yeah, yeah, the six seven guy. Woo-wee. Oh no, that's Soderblom. Oh, Soderblom. Oh, Soderblom is a forward. There we go. Mike, do um, your research. It's in the notes, the show notes, right? I, didn't read, the, I didn't read that far in the notes. Oh, Matt, that's another <laughs> exciting episode of Who's It Pokemon. Oh, all right, everybody. Now, Matt's before we, he makes show on. notes. But uh, wind down, uh, man. Did you flash the graphic? I was so excited to read, uh, but I didn't look. Was the Jeff Blaschel graphic uh, up and available? Oh, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was there. And at some point, I think the uh, uh, crown jewel of this show will be if we can ever get Jeff Blaschel to come on and play. Who's that Pokemon? He has to make that face, though. <laughs> uh, Jeff. Jeff, glasses off. All right, there we go. Perfect. All right, Jeff. Jeff, do you think you could do? Can you make that face for us, real quick? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, everybody, I, uh, I really hate the hockey podcast network. I'm never coming back. <laughs> all right, that is. Uh, <laughs> that is Red Wing Print. That's episode five. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, find us at BOD Hockey. Uh, remember to participate and be the GM. Uh, it's at BOD Hockey as well on our, on our Twitter. It's our, this week's uh, Twitter poll. Uh, you can find us on YouTube as the Brothers of Discussion. Uh, please go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, everywhere. But uh, go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, uh, rate, review. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Uh, really does all the best uh, for this show and for the Hockey Podcast Network to continue to grow. And uh, shoot, that's it. We, we have uh, some new blogs coming out this weekend uh, at VOD Podcast slash Red Wing Print. Uh, so check them out. Uh, just keep an eye posted as well to all of our social media platforms because we'll be making sure you guys don't miss it. All right. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to stop wagging my fingers while I'm talking. And see you later. All right. Bye, everybody. Ow!